is Sophie Wilson, and you are listening to the Slow Boat Sailing Podcast. Hello, this is Linus Wilson, and uh, welcome to the Slow Boat Sailing Podcast. This is the first podcast. Uh, my plan for this podcast is to have a mixture of kind of passage notes. Uh, so I, I was kind of inspired by a podcast that uh, was discontinued called Podcast Away by Martin Lane Smith. And uh, he sailed from the uh, Caribbean uh, to Australia and uh, several other places in the South Pacific. And he would do uh, notes, uh, small episodes, probably a couple a year uh, while he was on passage. And I thought that was really cool. And that's something that's really not out there. Uh, you know, I have plans for a big trip, hopefully all the way to Panama uh, this summer, and I, I'd like to do some episodes like that. Uh, but to fill in, uh, I'd also like to do uh, some episodes talking about uh, maybe the sailing adventures that my family has had, and also talk about some other sailors' uh, adventures, and uh, I'd like to invite them on. Uh, my background is, uh, I took up sailing, uh, when I was in my mid thirties, when my wife was, uh, nine months pregnant, or not nine months, but, uh, late in her pregnancy. Uh, I went to, uh, Antigua for a vacation, uh, and there was a sunfish and uh, that was the first time I'd ever sailed and I loved it. Um, and uh, we ended up buying a boat while my wife was still pregnant, uh, a very inexpensive boat. Uh, and after about five years uh, of sailing, uh, we sailed to the Bahamas. And I talk about that trip that we took in 2015 uh, in my book, Slow Boat to the Bahamas. I've been really surprised with uh, how well the book has been received. Um, it's been a my friends uh, and uh, readers made it a number one bestseller in the sailing ebook category and uh, in Bahamas travel guides on Amazon. Unfortunately, uh, writing a sailing bestseller and three dollars will just get you a cup of coffee at Starbucks. Uh, nobody gets rich in uh, from sailing. Uh, it's it's a passion. It's something that you love, uh, but it's uh, never a money maker. I love uh, audio as a medium, uh, and I'm a big audiobook fan, uh, and I've been recording uh, Slow Boat to the Bahamas as an audiobook, and I'm not finished with it. Uh, I am just wrote a new small book um, to give you an idea how long it is. The audiobook uh, takes an hour and 16 minutes to record, uh, and it's uh, on Gumroad is where I'm selling it. Uh, unfortunately, I've been very disappointed uh, with uh, the way that uh, audiobooks are distributed uh, through both iTunes and Audible. Um, it's, it's set up in a way that is uh, probably keeping most readers uh, from getting good new content for a very great medium. Uh, that the technology is there uh, for all books to be made into audiobooks, uh, but the way that 
Audible, which is an Amazon company, and iTunes are uh, what I believe colluding together um, is pre preventing readers from getting new content uh, and uh, discouraging authors and producers uh, from uh, creating new content. And uh, until that changes, I'm going to distribute it uh, through Gumroad right now. Uh, and I, I'll put the links to it in the show notes. But it's a, it's a short uh, audio book. Uh, and, and, but I think it, it packs a, a big punch. And I've kind of gotten into audio, and that's one of the reasons why I thought I'd uh, do a podcast too, since I have uh, started to develop some audio editing experience. I plan to give you the first chapter uh, of that recording uh, at the end of this podcast. Um, the, the book that uh, I am launching uh, this February 16th, uh, 2016, is called How to Sail Around the World Part-Time. Uh, it's based on uh, my research of uh, other people who have done it, and uh, I, I hope you enjoy it. Do you dream of sailing around the world in a sailboat? Do you have a business or career you don't want to sacrifice for that dream? Do you have kids in school? You don't need to quit your job, sell your house, and take the kids out of school to complete a circumnavigation of the globe in a sailboat. You don't have to wait until you're retired to sail for the South Pacific. This book tells you how you can do it without rooting your life by taking as little as two months off per year to sail the trade winds. Circumnavigating the globe in a sailboat is on par with scaling Mount Everest in terms of its rarity. Many potential circumnavigators are hobbled by misconceptions about the journey that mountaineers lack when climbing to the top of the world. It is said, I want to circumnavigate to see the world. Nevertheless, successful trade wind circumnavigators don't see the world. Instead, they travel on a narrow ribbon around it stopping mostly at a narrow range of countries that are downwind. Lack of focus causes many more failed circumnavigations than storms at sea. The conventional wisdom is that you need to quit your job, sell your house, and live on a boat year-round. The reality is that even retirees circumnavigating full-time keep their boat in port half the year because of the demand of cyclone season. There is no good way to elude the November to April cyclone season that dominates 60% of the trade wind circumnavigation route. The mad rush from the Eastern Caribbean to safe ports in New Zealand and Australia in a single calendar year is misguided. It sets cruisers up for hard upwind passages in future years and saps the resolve of their crews. A better solution is to haul out their boats in the South Pacific and fly back to their homes in the developed world during the cyclone season. It makes more sense to keep one's job and home and take annual two to six month leaves of absences to move the boat forward during the cruising season. This allows the sailors to earn more outside of the cruising season. Further, they can maintain the careers and businesses which they have built over many years. In addition, cruisers still have a job or business to come back to if they decide that the cruise is not for them. Pursuing a part-time circumnavigation is likely to be far less costly to cruisers' long-term earnings than totally severing ties to one's job or business. Going back to their homes on land is much more comfortable than living aboard while waiting for cyclone season to pass. 
The most modest land-based accommodations are typically more comfortable than the most luxurious sailboat in port. Finally, part-time circumnavigators avoid many problems with educating school-aged children and obtaining necessary parts. Learn about the trade wind route around the world with stops in Panama, the Galapagos, the Marquesas, Tahiti, Fiji, Vanuatu, New Caledonia, Australia, Mauritius, Chagos, Madagascar, South Africa, St. Helena, Brazil, and the Eastern Caribbean. Learn why the pirate attacks in the Gulf of Aden have not made circumnavigating the globe harder. How to Sail Around the World Part-Time by Linus Wilson Copyright 2016 Linus Wilson Cover art and maps are by Linus Wilson All rights reserved Except for brief quotations No portion of this book may be reproduced Without the express written permission of the author Ox River Publishing, Lafayette, Louisiana A division of Vermilion Advisory Services Production copyright for this recording is by Linus Wilson, 2016, and Ox River Publishing. This recording is narrated by the author. Chapter 1. My Failure It was a successful cruise. The boat was not wrecked, not badly at least. Our cruise of the Bahamas, chronicled in slow boat to the Bahamas, was never really delayed. We never hit bad weather, at least while my wife was aboard. That was both due to both luck and prudent planning. I don't think that my wife, Jana, my four-year-old daughter, Sophie, and I were underway in more than 20 knots of wind. That was more than we could say of our adventures closer to home. On that Bahamas cruise, I did all the maintenance and repairs for the diesel inboard and dinghy outboards, and they kept pushing us forward. Nevertheless, ideas for future extended cruises were shot down by Jana quickly and forcefully. In June 2015, I bought the Bible for World Cruisers, Jimmy Cornell's World Cruising Routes, and carefully studied the World Arc Routes. On a scrap piece of paper, I scratched out a rough schedule. From December 2016 to June 2017, we could move the boat from New Orleans to Granada and sail the length of the Caribbean to Panama. We then could transit the Panama Canal, Next, free from the North Atlantic hurricane season, we could sail to French Polynesia and then Fiji, where I had seen the Wizard's Eye, a sailboat which is the subject of a YouTube series, hauled out. By that time, it would be November 2017, and we would both need jobs to occupy us while waiting out the South Pacific cyclone season. I probably could get an internship in the private sector, government, or a visiting teaching position with a university. I'm a finance professor. Jana, the M.D., could get a locum tenens, a temporary position with a practice while another doctor was on leave. By May 2018, we could be underway again and in Darwin, Australia, by November that year. We'd get six months of jobs waiting out the November to April cyclone season in the South Indian Ocean. In May 2019, we would sail across the Indian Ocean to Madagascar and South Africa. Because there is no hurricane activity in the South Atlantic Ocean, we could press on to Brazil and then the Eastern Caribbean and arrive in Miami by May 2020. That was my plan for a fast three-and-a-half-year circumnavigation. Unfortunately, 
Whenever I would mention my cocktail napkin planning in the summer of 2015 to Jana, she ran away as if I were offering her raw sewage on a platter. I think we could cruise six months a year and live on land in the U.S. for the other six months, I offered. She replied, I don't enjoy cruising as much as you do, and I can't really picture myself living on a boat for more than a couple months per year. Sophie and I would miss the richness of the land. Besides, I'm deathly afraid of ocean passages. Her response was hardly encouraging. I felt that I could justify the long absence from full-time work to employers and myself if it were for circumnavigation. In contrast, a Caribbean cruise, the stuff of two-week charters, would be seen as just being a beach bum. I'm not saying that there is anything wrong with catching the rays and enjoying life. It's just not me. I don't really like to be on beaches or in the sunshine. I prefer doing math problems to laying on a beach towel. I would just see two years of a Bahamas or Eastern Caribbean cruise as not worth giving up a job I loved. Unfortunately, The Bahamas or Eastern Caribbean cruising was all the adventure Jana would consider on our boat. Whenever I broached the circumnavigation plan, Jana would deflect me with, I have no objection to you doing this without me and Sophie. I know how much you love sailing. At first I resented her answer. You underestimate me if you think that I would not take you up on the offer, I replied. I'm just saying that you can do that on your own. I'm scared of the ocean, Jana said. Necessity is the taskmaster of all men. I really did not want to quit my job to cruise the Eastern Caribbean. In my mind, going to the Eastern Caribbean was mostly a way to ease Jana into more serious ocean voyaging. We had visited Antigua. We chartered in St. Vincent and the Grenadines. Besides, the end of our circumnavigation would take us to the Eastern Caribbean anyway. The problem with my thinking about a circumnavigation was that I thought we would start in the Eastern Caribbean in the first year. To cruise the Eastern Caribbean, you have to cruise between December and May to avoid hurricane season. Thus, my summer breaks from teaching were useless for cruising the islands. Nevertheless, if I skipped the Eastern Caribbean and got to Panama before hurricane season, I would not have to worry about tropical storms during my summer breaks until I moved the boat over 24,000 nautical miles west around the world. By that time, I would be eligible for another sabbatical. Thus, the idea for the part-time circumnavigation was born. I had to get my slow boat to Panama. Jana promised to come with Sophie when I got there. A link to the audiobook uh, is at slowboatsailing.com. Uh, There you can subscribe to my free newsletter uh, and get the opportunity to get free books. I'm pleased to announce today uh, that uh, you can get a free ebook from Amazon, Kindle format, uh, between February 16th and February 18th, uh, 2016, of How to Sail Around the World Part-Time. But my... uh, Newsletter subscribers uh, get access to all kinds of free and bonus content. So I encourage you to check out my website and please subscribe to this podcast uh, if you'd like to connect more. I try to post every day on Facebook. Uh, that page is uh, called Slow Boat to the Bahamas if you're looking in the search box. If you search for Slow Boat to the Bahamas in Google, it's 
the Facebook page will probably come up first because it has hundreds of posts. Uh, you can connect with me. You can connect with that page. I have a fan group called Slowbo to the Bahamas. I also founded a, a group called Bahamas Cruising and Sailing. And if you're really interested in uh, cruising in the Bahamas, you can ask the experts there. Many of them uh, who have visited the Bahamas over many seasons, sometimes many decades, uh, and get all kinds of great advice. Goodbye for now. You have been listening to the Slow Boat Sailing Podcast.